Howdy, partners. We're doing some rowdy right here. <clears throat> it's Wine Cellar Media. Let's go ahead and get the um, the old real deal up and out the way real fast there. In Father Teresa's Wine Cellar, we believe all oppression is intersectional. And this means our analysis of current events frequently includes discussion of difficult and explicit content. Any combination of the following topics could be included in our show. Murder, rape, war, climate change, racism, sexism, violence, sexual violence, homophobic violence, heterocentrism, discrimination and abuse against individuals of nonconformist sexuality, domestic violence, child abuse, child rape, child neglect, elderly abuse, verbal abuse, police brutality, microaggressions, ableism, cyberbullying, genital mutilation, ideological extremism, and people just being total fucking assholes. My proctologist is never gonna believe I didn't do this to myself! Yes, queen, go off, girl boss, pussy hat slay. All right, buddy. How you may hear perhaps socialist. You telling me something? Maybe. Huh? Oh, cool, hmm? I love stupid bullshit like this. All right. So, Blake Shelton lyrics? Yeah. Is where you decided things should go? Okay, let's let's go with that description of events. That you did not strongly suggest. I didn't even know. You're the one who told me this song existed. Listen here, buddy. Yes. Them boys round here. Yes. Drinking that ice cold beer. Yes. I am one of the people of whom embarrassingly enough likes that fucking song. <laughs> And this is the fucked up, this is the cold reason why. There goes Stephen Rivers in the archive chat space. Fistify. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, uh, I was more new into listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And what I was mostly searching for, I was just like, uh, let me see. I want to find anything black, anything atheist. <laughs> yeah. And anything comedy. Yeah. And actually, like, one of the first podcasts I had ever, like, subscribed to was uh, Mark Maron's, because mm-hmm. obviously he came up under comedy, Yeah. but only, like, 30 or so, 15 or so episodes are, um, are publicly available, and then those are the newest ones, and the deep archives were seven bucks, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, I dropped seven bucks to get in the deep archives. All right, all right. But, um, one program I was subscribed to was, um by this guy named David Smalley, a really, really short white man from Texas, one of the <laughs> atheist debaters, really into oh, the okay. debating with theists yeah. thing. And he was act- he was kind of funny to me. But also, like, um, I think it was once a month, they, they started a new thing where they would go over country lyrics, mm-hmm. and, like, they'd point out, like, the misogyny here and this, that, and the other there. Mm-hmm. And then he did the Blake Shelton boys round here. Yes. And I was not the only person in the comments section that was like, I didn't know this exists. You made me know it exists. And now I like it. Like. I knew it existed. Because <laughs> you lived somewhere. Like Jay-Z said, I'm from a place. <laughs> from a place. <laughs> yes. 
Steven Rivers said, heard that Facebook notification and knew it was wine cellar time. Yeah. Well, shit, if I do this full time, then I know 1 p.m. is afternoon wine cellar time. All right. Which could be. I should be... DM Theo and tell him that we're podcasting. Indeed, neighbor. Mm-hmm. All right. And yeah, I, that was one of the people I was playing that record like obnoxiously on the Bluetooth speaker in my oh, yeah? bicycle basket on the bicycle trail, which is a kind of a quiet place. It's off the road. Mm-hmm. And then you can just hear in the distance some asshole playing boys around here. Yeah. Or boys in the hood. Or boys in the hood. That's the funny the boy, thing the about- boys are somewhere. Some about patriarchy, men never want to stop being boys, black or white. <laughs> right? What was a group of grown ass black men that came out with their rap group? The Ghetto Boys. The Hot Boys, Wayne and Turk were teenagers. But Juvie and BG. We're not boys. Out of Texas, also the Fifth Ward boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's that saying? The only difference between men and boys? Oh, I don't know. Oh, is um the size of their feet and the price of their toys. Ah. Yes. Remember that. The boys like to buy things. And so this was this was something that um in the foster care house that actually got said a lot. And it was just a justification for when the like the white dad of the families wanted to do stuff. Like Guess we're getting a camper because dad wants one. Guess we're, you know, he's getting an ATV because dad wants one. Like, boys like their toys. And that was just, yeah, that was like the entire justification for really outrageous purchases. Dad wanted a boat. I don't know. I mean, I guess I could draw that trajectory with myself. What, I had a boombox and headphones as a kid and now I have bluetooth headphones and a computer as an adult that i use to play literally the exact same songs <laughs> yes it's like ooh, it's a high definition a high definition remastering pretty I much ju- i just said that shit like kyle canane the definition definition all right so i'm 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 illinois myself mm-hmm. you are you did live there for a little bit mm. Four years is not too short of a time yeah just ask any democrat right now oh jesus <laughs> And what did you see? You were telling me that they're having a playlist for the inauguration. They are. And it has Kendrick Lamar. Yes. That's hip. And what was the one you told me? MF Doom. They're playing MF Doom for Joe Biden's inauguration. Yes. MF Doom, I was not a fan. I, I didn't fuck with MF Doom. And I, and I was a backpacker, but MF Doom wasn't one of my guys. Just like how I was into emo rap, but like I wasn't really fucking with like Sage Francis and shit, you know? And um, MF Doom recently died. Correct. In England. Yes. Because the McBama administration would not let him be McMurrican no more. Right. So basically, um, MF Doom's parents immigrated over here from England when he was a baby. Mm-hmm. And so he was raised here his entire life. And then apparently um, just never, like, finished, like, paperwork, I guess. Because, you know, as we've all heard, it's like a nightmare to go through that process. Like, 10, 15, 20 years. And so there was some issue. He didn't fill the paperwork properly. And so he was back in England on tour and then tried to come back to the United States to come home because lived here basically all his life. Just wasn't, like, physically born here. And um, ICE detained him and told him no. And that was under the Obama administration. So that's why he died in the UK is because the Obama administration wouldn't let him come back to the United States where he had lived his entire life. 
But they're playing at him at the inauguration of Biden, who is not related to the Obama administration in any way. What what sellout millennial ass face is on someone's staff (laughs) that got that in the playlist? They're probably like, okay, all 10 of these staff members, you all get to pick one song. Yeah. And one of them picked MF Doom and fuck you, motherfucker, for that level of fucking pandering. You're going to pander to underground backpack rap? Ah. All right. So let's get into some real lyrics. Since I said rap, it's time Mm -hmm. for some fucking bars. All right. And which you're going to have to read the lyrics because, Mm -hmm. um... If I play the record, Facebook will, like, mute it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they'll let the video stay, but then when people get to that part, there'll just be no sound. Mm-hmm. And that's fucking horrific. A little bit, yeah. All right. So, Blake Shelton's minimum wage lyrics. Because I don't I don't know what, what the scrutiny's about. Like, what I saw was someone saying, like, glorifying poverty and whatnot. Well, let's see. Uh, the lyrics go, yeah. I met you before <laughs> anyone knew my name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was just funny that you're like, all right, I'm going to be serious and read the lyrics. And the first thing you say is, yeah. That's the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard for me to not read them in a hip hopian tone. Like, maybe I'm distracting myself with all the funk around me. So, yeah, I met you before anyone knew my name. Playing for pennies on the dive bar stage. Splitting an all-star special on our first date in the Waffle House booth. Your daddy was crying when he gave you away. All right, good old patriarchy Good old there. patriarchy. All right, maybe there was a purity ball involved. Mm-hmm. All right, so now she's not married to her father anymore. That's great. Um, And the lyrics continue. Because all those country songs I played, they didn't come with a 401k. But hey, I had you. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. But I'd, I'd say his songs didn't really need a 401k. I think he's he's paid well enough. I don't think he needs Social Security. No, probably not. Yeah, there should actually be a certain amount of money you have where you don't get Social Security. Should be. <laughs> should be. Sorry, I'm still mad about that article I was reading about um, how much we pay for... Um um senators like because like they still qualify for um you know like social security after they retire and we're like paying into that and we're paying their fucking pensions and we're doing their fucking salary matching 401k shit so yeah there should be but it ain't it ain't now the chorus line goes you can make a you can make a six pack on the carpet what you can make a six pack on the carpet i'm sure the next sentence will explain it that is the verbatim but what's the next sentence tastes like a million dollar bill see that's the you can make a six pack on the carpet taste like a million dollar bill oh they put the slash in between them you see, have to remember I, they're singing not yeah, rapping so it's I like read longer <laughs> You can make a six pack on the carpet. Tastes like a million dollar bill. Oh my god! You can make one maybe, bedroom. Maybe don't a- sing. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, because I was like, how the fuck do you make a six pack on the carpet? What does that mean? Is that something racist? What is that? Right? If you don't know, just assume it's racist. It might be. That's it. If if you say it with a certain tone and inflection, it becomes racist automatically. Yeah, just. Okay the hell man they trying to make a six pack on the carpet man 
Mm-hmm. It's racist. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey. My cousin went down to Yonkers. They had to make a six-pack on the carpet just to get through there. It's terrible. See, now it's racist. <sighs> it can be anti-Semitic. You just put, throw the word globalist in there somewhere. Throw the word globalist in there. Ah, yes. the damn globalists are making a six-pack on the carpet again. <laughs> See? If you just say that to the right crowd, they're going to be like, yeah, fucking Jews. <laughs> Rooms failed. I got to take a screenshot of that tweet. Somebody tweeted out something that said something like um, QAnon and anti-Zionists are basically the same thing to me. And so people were like, hey, look at this Trump rally with all the Israel flags and the QAnon flags. It's a fun little side by side. Ah, goofballs. Yes. All right. So, um. So it can so a six pack on the carpet. So drinking a six pack on a carpet tastes mm-hmm. like a million dollar bill. Mm-hmm. You can make a one bedroom apartment feel like a house up on the hill. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't. I don't know how actually. Because like a one bedroom apartment, I challenge you to walk from one end to the other end and then compare that. <laughs> Hell, just us moving from that duplex conversion into this yeah. townhome. Yeah. Walking from room to room is a fucking, it's a trek. I jog every time. <laughs> you probably hear my steps coming do, up. Yeah. So I figure it, it takes too long to walk it. And it's just like that few more square feet. Mm-hmm. So many blepharal spasms. I'm going to have an aneurysm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Feel like a, a house up on the hill. You can make my, you can make my truck. You can make my truck out in the driveway roll like a cleaned up Cadillac. Girl, looking at you, looking at me that way can make a man feel rich on minimum wage. Okay. Ah, patriarchy. Yes, it is. It's trophyism. Yes, because if you have the woman that the rich man can have. You got what the rich man's trying to get anyway. Yep. But then, and that's why I, I I like a show like Big Mouth, because, like, they showed how perverse things can get. Their uh, dystopian future episode for the most recent season, Yeah, they had a, a pill, a tablet you could take called Oh Yeah, mm-hmm. and you just had an orgasm. Yeah. And the one of the characters, um, I think his name's Glau... No, nah, not Glauberman, the other one. Ugh. He's not the one being voiced by John Mulaney. But uh, he he's the one that literally the show is named for with the big mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that character. Nick? Nick, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and voiced by Nick Kroll. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah, that fucking character was like the richest fucker off the planet because the planet was barely inhabitable. Yeah. And he just took his oh yeahs, wasn't even trying to get the trophy anymore. Yeah, which was because he said that too towards the end of the episode. He was uh, trying to have sex and he's like, I've never actually done this. I just take oh yeah. Yeah. Like you, you may think, yeah, like sure, the rich man has his little nasty patriarchy shit about his damn self, but he'll take the money. Mm-hmm. He'll keep taking your money. All right, uh, let's keep dancing it forward. So I guess now we're on to the hook. Girl, your love is money. Your love is money. Yeah, your love can make a man feel rich on minimum wage. And he repeats that. Mm -hmm. I know y'all don't want to hear me repeat it. No. (laughs) There's some sadistic fuck tuned in. It's like, this is hilarious. Keep singing, (laughs) nigga. It's great. Uh, the, The lyrics continue. You can give me a tab that's always open. Okay, that's like a bar tab. Yeah. Okay, and then he says, uh, give me a yacht that's parked out in the ocean. 
but all that keeping up with the Joneses. See, it, it, can there not be an area in between those two? No. Does it have to either be in a fucking bar or on a yacht? No. I just want 1,500 square feet and a garage. No. 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 A shed? No. A shed? No. For the rake and stuff? No. No. It no. has to be that or this. Yes. Getting closer there. Mm. Uh, he continues saying, it just ain't my style. Just give me some lights strung out in the yard. Give me a lawn chair under the stars. Mm-hmm. Wait, but if you're in a one-bedroom apartment, there's nowhere for your lawn chair because it's like the apartment area. If you leave it outside, it's going to get fucked up. Someone's going to steal it. This so is you... about being happy with a simple life, William. Nigga, does he want the house or the apartment? Because that those are some different things. There's a common area in the apartment. And if you're, And this is the thing I always bring up. If your neighbors are careless with flame, now your apartment is subject to them being careless with flame. That's true. House versus apartment is so damn deferent. (laughs) And that's, oh, that's literally all the song? Yes. Yeah, non-hip-hop songs go by quick. Mm. If you just say it. Yeah. If you don't croon it. Right. And then um, the uh, archive chat space, there's DC Love up in the joint, said that little redneck accent kills me. It's 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 not too hard. Like I, I lived in Spanaway for seven years, and if you're out there out in the Northwest, if you've been through Spanaway, and you know what? At least in the old days, I don't know what it looks like now. It may have been, I can't say gentrified, richified. If it, if it was that, right? Like if some of those old houses people were buying up in the '70s out there, like. If they appreciated in value mm-hmm. and they've been doing add-ons and whatnot all these years, like I know like the Pilcher house, like um, during our childhood, like they put up that new Sears vinyl siding. That was like the yeah. hot thing. And they're like, dude, fucking Bob got Sears vinyl siding. Yeah. Bo- Bob and Donna, that Bob? Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That guy really cares about his house. <laughs> so who knows? Like in Spanaway, the property values may have gone up. And it, you know, it, it may not be the, the span away that I know no more, man. Like, mm-hmm. where you wake up to the fine smell of cow shit in the morning, you know it's going to be a good summer day. Oh, yeah, we were right across the street from where they had cows and horses and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was ill. My biological sister used to go across when she got permission and, um, and feed the horses carrots by hand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, like, real, that was dope. Like, so, some kids You be careful when you do that so they don't bite off your fingers. That's why I never did it. I've always been a little scaredy ass. Oh, 100%. I'm <laughs> no, so proud of being a scaredy ass. You just ass. have to keep your hand flat. But if you have your hand, because, you know, they're just biting. So if you have your fingers up, they might bite your fingers. So you have to make sure you just keep your palm flat. Yeah, no, I just don't. I just didn't do it. Palm flat. Yeah, no, I'd rather have all my limbs than experience. <laughs> I prefer limbs over experience. It's not difficult. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck risk. You've seen me driving the car. Fuck risk. <laughs> like you realize car. you can't just slow down to five miles an hour. Why not? <clears throat> I'm scared. Because the people behind you will hit you. Tell them not to. That's not how it works. Tell them to stop it. What? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Ma'am. Yes. Off to uh, maybe something actual. Oh, that was it. Okay. 
Oh, of the Blake Shelton lyrics? Yeah, I thought you were going to comment on the people who were like, he's tone deaf. <clears throat> yeah, tone deaf. Yeah, what was what comments were you seeing? Oh, I was basically just seeing people saying that, like, um, because of, you know, COVID and because of uh, the pandemic and the way the economy is, that he's basically, like, glorifying being poor and that it's just really insensitive and tone deaf to do at this time because people can't even afford, you know, the six-pack on the carpet for an at-home date these days because, you know they've been out of work for so long and things like that but also just looking at the lyrics of that um the last foster care house they were obsessed with country music um particularly like 90s era country music but this is just that vibe where it's just very um you know traditional protestant work ethic we're modest salt of the earth people and this is just how we get down like very proud to be blue collar and i think that maybe people who are critiquing the song like don't really understand country music (laughs) that this is the brand <laughs> like it really is um like they have to glorify poverty poverty and military that's yeah. what you do right like a song that i like um tough little boys by gary allen yeah um the music video has nothing to do with the lyrics at fucking all yeah the music video is just fucking yeah george bush go to war kill terrorists like that's mm-hmm. what the music video is yeah just a bunch of soldiers and of course they're fucking um their their daughters coming to see them when they come home from war yeah right because mm-hmm. the tough little boys grew up to be men with daughters of course yeah Mm-hmm. Tough little boys grow up to be dads. They turn into big babies again. Yeah, yeah but you're only allowed to cry when it's your daughter. Otherwise, that's gay, bro. Yeah, man. Yes. What, you gonna cry over a boy? It's gay. Then you're gonna teach him to cry. Then he's gonna be gay, too. Now you're gonna just be a couple of gay father and son gay bashing? <laughs> Fuck all that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just uh, pulled up just a couple. Um lyrics from different country songs right have a little love on a little honeymoon you got a little dish and you got a little spoon a little bitty house a little bitty car a little bitty dog in a little bitty yard yeah like they're really kind of focused on the this is who we this is our brand and this song is like from the fucking 90s let's see you get a little bitty job and a little bitty check a six pack of beer and a television set life goes uh the little bitty world goes around and around a little bit of silence and a little bit of sound so like yeah clearly this is just this is just country music honestly <laughs> um or what's that one you like chicken fried right same oh, type God. same type of vibe yeah chicken fr- and the fun thing about chicken fried watch for that old southern heritage mm-hmm. look at the music video and as the it's like they're doing like i don't know bluegrass or some shit in the beginning mm-hmm. and it's just like camera shots of the land yeah and one of the shots in the distance there's a noose hanging from a tree mm-hmm. and it's like ah you motherfuckers you had to do it yeah, yeah. the name of the record is chicken fried yep <clears throat> but then like they they flip it around right because they have to glorify the poverty to tell you, hey, be happy about your poverty. Mm-hmm. But then they turn around and do the big baller fantasy shit too, right? Where, yeah. um, where what's these niggas? They call themselves Brooks and Dunn. Mm-hmm. And they have a record called Hillbilly Deluxe. And I love this trashy shit. Like, to me, <laughs> this is like, it's such a parallel with, like, blue-collar gangster rap shit. Mm-hmm. They're talking about so, like, obviously not the banging, but, like, that I'm a baller in my neighborhood shit, like, and that blue-collar stuff, same shit. Yeah. But yeah, here's off of their hook. They, uh, really, before the hook, these damn lyrics, put on the smell good, put on Skinnerd. 
That is no different than me when I was 14 and hanging out with a kid that was 15 in the foster care house and we'd be getting up to basically spend a day together, right? Like, and basically just go hang out, you know, go to the shopping mall, talk to the pretty gals, right? And we would literally say, hey, man, let's put on some smell good. And our mm-hmm. thing was um, somebody had got us both that Michael Jordan cologne at the time. Okay. And we would get the lotion that was like strawberry or whatever scented. Mm-hmm. And we'd spray a little bit of the Michael Jordan cologne in there and shake the bottle up. And that was our smell good. That was your smell good? Yeah. And All we right. put on the smell good. And then he says, put on Skinner. I mean, fuck, we put on Sibo, put on Brother Lynch, put on right. the smell good and put on your records. And then he says, head down to the town like a NASCAR winner. And yeah, we fucking spend our time ironing, creasing up our pants and head out to town like NASCAR winners. Mm-hmm. What it says, cruising back and forth to the tasty freeze. All right. We had frosty freeze yep. in Tacoma. It might still be there. It's kind of a landmark. And everywhere you look, all you see, and here's the hook, Hillbilly Deluxe Slick Pickup Trucks. Mm-hmm. So glorify your poorness in that. But then also, yeah, if you vote for this Republican senator, mm-hmm. they will give the corporation the freedom for you to work more hours. Yes. And you can buy a slick pickup truck. You can put on a smell good and put on Skinner. You can. But have you considered that it's a great day to be alive? What? You don't know this one? How horrible is this going to be? <laughs> well, I mean, it's not Toby <laughs> Keith, so. Oh, geez. I don't think I've ever played his records. I'm not. I actually played one for you once and you were like, I refuse to believe that this is real. <laughs> Wait, was it that shit, man? <laughs> it was the Red Solo Cup one. The Red Solo fucking <laughs> You were cups. like, I refuse to believe this is not a parody. That was hard for me to deal with. <laughs> um, It's a great day to be alive. I know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes. There's some hard times in the neighborhood, but why can't every day be just this good? What? Yeah. But yeah, he's basically singing about the same exact shit where it's like, yeah, stuff is tough and I don't have a lot of money, but you know, I'm happy. But this really is um, the brand for country music is that we're, you know, the good salt of the earth people, bootstraps, Protestant work ethic. And, you know, you struggle when you're young, but then someday you're going to make it and you're going to. Ha- Why are you smirking? I, I, the fucking Toby <laughs> Keith shit. Oh, you're actually looking at it. Don't look at the Toby Keith. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> Never read the no. Toby Keith lyrics. Never read the Toby Just Keith Just read the lyrics. comments. Oh, God. Which song is that? It's the Red Solo Cup. Oh, okay. These are real lyrics that, fuck it, this is not a news and comment program anymore. <laughs> fuck politics. I'm not following Kamala and her friend Joe for four years. Oh, no. All right. We could talk about to- What is this shit, though? Really, these are the actual lyrics that an adult wrote down, and then another adult said, yes, record them, Uh and another adult said, I'm a fucking millionaire, and I would love to mass produce and distribute a recording of these lyrics. Yes. Lace me up. Quote, one, two, three. Now, Red Solo Cup is the best receptacle for barbecues, tailgates, fairs, and festivals. Three syllable rhymes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, sir, do not have a pair of testicles if you prefer drinking from a glass. Why? Why? <laughs> it continues for some reason. Hey, Red Solo Cup is cheap and disposable. 
and in 14 years, they are decomposable. And unlike my home, they are not foreclosable. Freddie Mac can kiss my ass. They did this. They did. And the lyrics, Red Solo Cup, I fill you up, let's have a party. Let's have a party. I love you, Red Solo Cup. I lift you up. Proceed to party. Proceed to party. Now, I really love how you're easy to stack, but I really hate how you're easy to crack. Because when beer runs down in the front of my back, what? Because when beer runs down in front of my back, well, that, my friend, is quite yucky. But I have to... <laughs> it does not say yucky. It says yucky. No. But what? I have to admit that the ladies get smitten, admiring at how sharply my first name is written on you with a sharpie when I get to hitting on them to help me get lucky. Yeah. And the chorus comes back. What the fuck is going on in country lyrics? Man, I don't know, but uh, let me see. Um, but he, have you considered that Toby Keith is a patriot? Oh, there, oh, there goes uh, Th- uh, Theo oh, okay. from uh, the from the Twitter. Yes. Toby Keith is a patriot. Yes. All right, because I mean, uh, I, I've heard how Kyle Kinane mentioned him. That's a stand-up comedian. I kind of. Oh no! What did Kyle Kinane say? Um, he was talking about Toby Keith's bar and grill. Mm-hmm. And um and they said I don't know like what Toby Keith's bar I don't oh about Toby Keith's bar and grill I don't know what racism and xenophobia tastes like. <laughs> okay, but have you considered that justice will be served and the battle will rage? This big dog will fight when you rattle his cage, and you'll be sorry that you messed with the U.S. of A. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. I hate that he's kind of decent with syllables. I'm hating. <laughs> He's a country singer. He doesn't write his own shit. Oh, oh, damn! Word. They don't be. They don't be kicking on. Fuck no. No shit. Fuck no. They the know best. that everybody yeah. got ghost writers. God damn, that's a good <laughs> job. So, I mean, did you consider that though? No, I don't want to consider that. <laughs> did you consider that Uncle Sam put your name at the top of his list and the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist <laughs> and the eagle will fly? It's gonna be hell when you hear Mother Freedom start ringing her bell. And it feels like the whole wide world is raining down on you, courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Did you consider that? Hi, Lori. <laughs> the whole world is raining down on you. Cur- yes. That actually sounds like, is he glorifying imperialism? Yes, he is. All right. I don't like, I strongly prefer gangster rap over glorifying <laughs> imperialism like niggas like Tariq Nasheed do. Yeah. So, you know, Jesus. it's Toby Keith. Okay, I will mention something of seriousnessness. Nessness? Yes, this is coming off of uh, WAFF48. All right? Mm-hmm. And this is um, Fridges of Free Foods set up to help address food security in Denver. Check that out. Okay. And this article is up from January 12th. Right now, it's January 16th. 2021 mm-hmm. and um an effort to keep people uh fed during the pandemic watch mm-hmm. out uh mm-hmm. is picking up steam a fr- you know on some level 
because of how capitalism is handling it, yeah. it is a pandemic on the I mean, capitalism kinda, yeah. side. Yeah. They plan on keeping your ass at work until you die sooner or later. Mm-hmm. They done planned an emic on your ass. Oh my god, did you see the um, the screenshots of uh, like where they were doing like x-rays of people's lungs after having COVID? No. And they're like more fucked up than smokers' lungs. Okay. Yeah. Well, like they're uh, like they ju- they're just damaged. I don't even know what what they like scratch through the because Corona it's crowny right? It does it scratch things it touches? I don't know if it scratches them or it just I think it because I think it causes a uh, vascular damage, right? So veins, arteries, capillaries, you know, all the stuff that your blood flows through that you kind of need and just fucks up all your your vascular system. Huh. And your lungs are pretty fucking vascular. Okay. That <laughs> ooh, so that's why that's where that blood clot went there. Yes. Because lungs are pretty well, fucking vascular. Right, because if you think about like if you think about the body um, from a strictly like biological or evolutionary or whatever standpoint, right, the goal is to stay alive as long as possible no matter what. Yeah. And so of course that's why like, you know, when you start like you start getting hypothermia, right, what goes first? Like your toes and your fingers, right? Because you don't need those. Oh you shit. want those. But your body's like, no, keep it you know, keep keep the warmth around your organs and shit like that. So it's the same thing with, like, blood clots, anything else. What uses the most blood is your heart and lungs because you need your heart to push blood through your body and you need your lungs to breathe. So, that, that yeah. So there's a lot that goes wrong in those areas because your body puts so much um, effort into keeping them functioning because it's literally a survival mechanism. Jesus. There you have it, folks. These are things that niggas learn in phlebotomy class. <laughs> Actually, I did have to teach that to my students. Yeah. Yes. See? And you just did again. I did again. This is uh, out of Denver. Um, a fridge full of free food is helping those in need and giving people a chance to show how much they care. I don't like that part. I don't I don't need you to don't show it. Just, just do it. Doesn't just need do to be it. a big a big showy bowie. A but, big you know. Bowie. Yes, a big showy bowie. That's not a word. Fuck David Bowie. All right. Yes. Yeah, we lost some Patreon subscribers oh, on that episode. We did. Yeah. We did. And that was like in the early days of Patreon where it was like, damn, nigga, we only getting 200 bucks. Nigga, we just lost 75. <laughs> Yo, Wine Silver Media is down almost 50%. Yep. <laughs> that was the early Patreon days. But we don't give a fuck. Like, I'll, I will stand on what Phoenix Kalita says on my principles. I don't actually know what principles are. Um, Your morals, Goofy. Yeah, right. These things she makes up. Uh, it continues saying, um, it's been a busy couple of months for, uh, Eli Zane, the founder of the Denver Community Fridge Project. Zane moved to Colorado just last year, but it didn't take long for the 24 year old to see there was a lot of need in Denver. 24. Hmm. All right. Uh, they continue saying, uh, quote, I felt just like, uh, any, uh, in any of our other concerned community members feel. Uh, where we want to do something to provide for our community members, make them feel safe, make them feel welcome, make them feel loved, uh, end quote. It took months of work, uh, but with Zane's determination and a donated refrigerator, the Denver Community Fridge Project was born. Uh, quote, we wanted to make it easy, as easy as possible for people to take care of one another, especially with COVID-19 happening. Everyone can just use a little extra help, right? End quote. The uh, food inside is for the community, from the community. It's not charity. It's community, Zane said. That's why it's working. 
All right, and I'll actually uh, do a screen share here for the folks looking at the uh, face booze mm -hmm. and uh, skibby flibby dibby doo. There we are, matey. Yeah, and that's the uh, refrigerator there. It's um, yeah, it looks like one of those top refrigerator, bottom freezer deals. Mm -hmm. uh, looks like nice size, you know. And they and they painted it up. They got it all uh, all colorified and whatnot. You know, it looks uh. It looks funky dope. They posted nice. an image of it to the uh, to the Insta stylegram. All right, let's take a look back here. Skip the Google gobble. Uh, final quote from the article. Um, when I started this, I was quite worried that we wouldn't be able to keep the fridges stocked, but they have proved me wrong. The fridges stay stocked every single day. People come by with donations. People are cooking up a storm, uh, bringing stuff, uh, bringing stuff by, going grocery shopping for the community members, and it really, and it really is beautiful to see. In just a little over a month, the project has grown, and these fridges are multiplying. A fourth location was just added Sunday, already a place for a community. Organizers are already working on a fifth location. They say it could be ready within the next few weeks. Nice. That would be dope. If I was podcasting full time, I'd do some shit like that. Yeah. But I wonder, like, how do you how do you do it safe? Does somebody go by like are there people taking different shifts of like someone goes there every hour, sanitize the thing off, mm -hmm. you know, I think you'd have to do something like that. Yeah, yeah. some someone's gotta be on, on there doing that. Unless you can um maybe rent out a storefront and then basically you're just doing a food pantry, right? Yeah. If you're renting out an actual storefront, then you actually have staff, but then you actually, you need an income to run that. Like, right. Yeah, because you're going to have to pay that monthly rent, electric, water, mm -hmm. um, yeah, to staff it, supplies, maintenance. Fuck, everything costs so damn much. Yeah, well, intentionally so. But it would be dope to have a food pantry where no one has to make a prayer Mm -hmm. You don't have to go kick it with some Mormons for a while. Right. Ugh. Those were always the worst. Food pantries, the ones that would make you pray to get, like, access. Yeah. And then by the time it was your turn in line, they were just out of food, and you're like, mm. so two hours and a prayer and nothing. Good. Great. Man, I should have prayed for some food while I was there. <laughs> um, yeah. And actually, while you were talking, I did look up, um, they did a bunch of autopsy reports on people who died from COVID, and apparently a lot of them have blood clots in their lungs. Jesus. So, yeah. Ugh. And uh, uh, let me, uh, you saw Flint, pandering. yeah? You're oh, a pander to under. There we go. Uh oh, I said you saw the update about Flint. Snyder got charged. Yep, Snyder. Yeah, I did share it. I shared the update to that. Uh, now we got to wait for the results of charging. Yes. Uh, and take a look at the archive chat space before we run out of here. This is a shift today. Um, da 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 da. From DC Love over there saying, um, uh, y'all having too much fun reading these lyrics and said unrelated, um, uh, uh, oh, related, but unrelated, uh, cause wine cellar media, we donated to DC love with the, uh, with that backpack project out there mm -hmm. and it went toward, uh, getting a 48 pack of backpacks. Nice. Yeah. That's funky fresh. So you cats, uh, you, you folks out there can hit that up as well. I don't have my printout in front of me. So the next time I am on podcasting, I'll have that printout so I can make sure I get that information out. It's in recent episodes, though. You click anything recent from the wine cellar and it's there. And DC Love's profile 
is you know they're right here in the comments section so you can click that and go to where the uh where the information is yeah and with that it's 1 47 p.m isb gotta get down to factory yes all right oh yeah and if you're in that group uh facebook group uh this is uh vanna this is uh this isn't a vehicle it's a manifesto i recorded my contribution i just need to crop it and put it in there because when we head out to lowell to the legal reefer store out here in michigan there's like some farmland where someone has two big old truck trailers with like marxism and socialism equals poverty and hunger and in the other truck they uh they regularly change the message come Mm -hmm. to find out so that's just something they're responsibly spending money on. And well, it's his money telling him otherwise is socialism and stuff. All right. Well, we're going to post you in an internet group. So take that class privilege, weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> they might not even be class privileged, honestly. Might not be. They might be in a lot of debt. Oh, fuck. These are things Phoenix knows about finances that I will never know. She's going to explain it to me, too, and I'm still not going to know. It's pretty simple. A lot of independent farmers can't compete with large, like, corporate farms or large family farms, so they tend to take on a lot of debt. Hmm. Well, if they die with it, they don't have to pay it. See? Fingers crossed. Yeah. (laughs) Take that, debt collectors. Take that, debt collectors. Yeah, like, right before I die, I just want to record one last answering machine message. Haha, I'm dead. Take that. Yeah. I gotta still. I can't remember who the comedian was, but I need to find that clip. Well, uh, where he kept he was, uh, you know, a comedian who traveled, and he said he kept getting um, like phone calls to be like buy life insurance, and he was like, I'm not married and I don't have kids. If I die in debt, I'm ahead of the game. Yeah, like, <laughs> but it was funny. I gotta find that bit. Yeah, I want to die broke, nigga. I'm not trying to leave with <laughs> shit. <laughs> These fucking billionaire, even millionaire, even high thousandaire weirdos the fuck give it away give it to let me let me know that i'm about to die and i have all that fucking money make the shit out of someone's day walk up to a nigga five thousand bucks here you go fuck off so you're saying you don't want like an elaborate ancient egyptian style funeral where you get embalmed and mummified no no like i keep saying throw my naked body in the woods nature will fix it that is illegal I cannot leave your dead body in the woods. I like how nature being natural is illegal. This is a problem. This is why I hate America. This is why I break with so many other leftists. Just believe in the system. No. The system in and of itself is shit. From the ground up. It's 1.50 p.m. I'm supposed to be going gone. All right, mateys. Mateys. Uh, winecellarmedia.com I changed the homepage on winecellarmedia.com so if you go straight to the website it just takes you to the latest uh, public podcast episodes and a link to the Patreon and then I post like our stories and whatnot. those are also available in the top drop down tabs yeah. but the main page is just how you get to the programming because it is media alright have a good one and that, hold on now, buddy. Where, where the hell do I get the damn? What there we go. Doing? Stop live stream. We're out of here. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.